0: Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Your Dave's Hobby Podcast, a podcast where I talk about everything from tabletop RPGs, tabletop war games, tabletop board games, and occasionally tabletop card games. Um, so, as you all probably know, Legends of Ham and Sharon is up and running. Um, we have the Bell. Part of little book anyway. Um, two adventures, a character sheet, and a card template up on both RPG and Itch.io. Um, if you want to have a check out of the rules, right there. Obviously, it's all for free, um, and it all be free until such point that we go publish. Go publish. I mean, we will probably keep up the playtest versions. Um, for free, and then we'll put up, like, bought versions, so you can play, you can run the playtest version, see if you want to play it, and then buy the full version, um, yeah, at least that's the plan anyway, I mean, that that's what I want to see, you know, do you want to play this full version of it, because obviously, like, all the uh, background and all this, that kind of stuff will be, um, behind the paywall eventually but you know just trying to give you an understanding of the world of the game when um, the playtest version will, will give you that um, eventually so uh, as I said you can download them from Drive-Thru RPG or itch.io you can put in handpans on publishing Um, or we will put them in the notes below and you can pick them up at your leisure for at least the next five and a half months. Um, They'll be getting updated. Um, The first update will be on the 23rd of this month. Um, It's had to be put back a week or two just because of things going on. Um, So, yeah, that's that. Um, little bit of a heads up. This is a bit of a ranty episode. Um, my idea was not to have a ranty episode, but things have happened, and I'm just gonna see what I think. Um, first of all, um, as you know, probably, I've been following um, Swords Fall, so that's the new Afro Punk. Um, saying well, it's not really new, but it's new to the universe, um, it get kick kickstarted back in June or July I can't remember exactly when it made massive amounts of money for the kind of thing that it is because it's, it's very indie, it's very not mainstream RPG um, kind of universe, it's punk, um, so it's a mix of magic and um, technology but also a lot of African and other um people of colour, so persons of colour, um what's the word, traditional, um legends and myths and the histories of these peoples and their, you know, a lot of stuff that you don't get in what is mainly a Eurocentric um RPG world you most worlds in that you get on the RPG circuit are centrally European. Now that's because most of them written by white people. There's not fucking bullshit about it. It's written by white people. Even the stuff that takes um beads from African history or Latin American history or South American history, Asian history it's written from a white perspective there's no getting around it, that's how it fucking is um, so this is actually written from Brandon um, who wrote it is entirely in charge of it he's African American so it's written from an African American oh, a black standpoint and um, so what happened um last week, middle of last week, um, he'd been asked by dice producer, and I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. Um it's and what the companies are because it's been dealt with but um basically one of his friends, who's a dice maker, got all this stuff from another dice maker saying, Oh, I really like your stuff I'm doing, very similar stuff is alright mm, I mean I'm that, that's the basics of it. Um, and they went and did a Kickstarter. Now, nothing's wrong with it's similar. It's It looks kind of the same. Uh, but these were pretty much exactly the fucking same. So, it's like, well, I can't believe this. This person has taken all my designs and taken designs from here and there. And then, you know, just put out a Kickstarter and making lots of money from it uh, and I'm not happy about it but can't do anything about it. So Brandon, being the good friend that he is, was like, Well I'll I'll take up it. I'll give you the the voice that you need. So he did. And he got absolutely lambasted for it uh, and called all sorts of fucking things and treated like shit basically. And because of that he's now stopped doing a lot of the stuff that he used to do. Now, I love uh, the art drops that he does. I love all the stuff on the character professions and the, the history of the world. I mean, that's all awesome. But his own personal takes on things are important as well, which quite, I quite... I mean, some of the, the hot takes and all this that kind of stuff... You know you know, they they were on point. Uh, pretty much everything was on point, you know. Always always had the right words to say and talking about things that need to be talked about. But now he's completely um done away with all that on his Twitter feed. Don't know if it's gonna continue in the Discord but you know um that is a shining light, a voice for people of colour, uh, you know, an, an advocate for other people of colour that has been forced to stop talking about these things because um, people were piling on to saying, you know, oh, this and this and this, and then somebody was saying exactly the same thing, and then somebody else was doing it, and then it just got fucking ridiculous Um, and at the end of the day all Brandon was doing was doing what a friend you know, a friend given him all this information and he was trying to help out his friend now, people were like oh, you can you know copyright uh, the way that you put this and or this and and people do all that kind of stuff all the time with dice, and all that And it's like, well, no, yes, you can't say, oh, this is exactly the same, so I oh, thought this is copyrighted and all the rest that kind of stuff because people put this and, that and whatever, but at the end of the day, these things were exactly the fucking same. Eh? I mean, the pictures they put up were the other person's dice and six months to a year later, this other person's dice and it's dice, they are exactly the same one might be more polished than the other because they've been polished up a wee bit more, but it's exactly the same There's, and people like, oh well other people use that colour and that colour and do this and put this it's like, it doesn't fucking matter, they've looked at them and they've admitted they've looked at them and completely copied them so, what the fuck? And then that person has asked Brandon to take down the, the um, uh, post they put up. And people are piling on him for doing that. As if he, he's been in the wrong. He's been asked by the person that asked him to put them up in the first place. To take them fucking down. That's that's a respect thing. That's because your friend that asked you to do that. But he gets piled on again. And this has made them go, well... Nope. Everything to do with Sawdust fault is going to be up here. I'm not going to do any personal stuff. I'm not going to talk about anything. I'm not going to be a person on this because I get treated like shit. And that's fucking bullshit. Guarantee nobody would fucking treat me like that. Why? Because I'm fucking white. That's it. I'm a white man. You wouldn't... If I did something like that, I would be, all oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah. And then... People would be like... Oh, fair enough. And then... None of the pile-on would happen. Fucking guarantee it. And it pisses me off. Especially because I don't like Brandon. But... If it was anyone else... I'd say the same and do the same. If, if they were doing it for a friend... Not if they were doing it for themselves. Because if they did it themselves... And it was to make a company look bad... And all the rest, that kind of stuff. Because they wanted business. I mean, the person that asked them to do it has lost lots of business um, because yeah. it. Um, because this other company is bigger. Well, it's not really a company, but, you know, they've done all this big Kickstarter and people, people don't like when you mess with stuff that they like. That's why I'm doing this, I suppose. But at the same time, um, even when it's valid, some people will just go, no, no, no. Completely ignore the fucking facts. And then just shit on you because of it. So, um yeah. Not happy about it. Um I, I wish Brandon well. I hope Swordsfall is a massive success and he can even put two fingers up to the arseholes that treat him like shit. Um and, you know, it just, it just annoys me. It annoys me immensely. And you know, I, I had to say something about it because do you know me? I can't hold it in Um But yeah, I highly highly recommend you follow Swordsfall on World Anvil, you follow the at World Swordsfall on Twitter um if you don't already it when um Swordsfall the uh, second book comes out uh, in the next we well. go buy it um, he has a book on Amazon it's like a short novella on the history of the world uh, it has got a whole of stuff lined up you can go on his website that's all it's all, and you can buy some cool clothes and stuff um, I can't afford it at the moment but I will be buying some at some point can't do the shoes, because my feet are fucking massive, but, you know, it's fine. um so yeah, just had to get that out, and run and be annoyed. Uh, so, that's that. what else in the world of gaming? Oh, yeah, Necromunda. mm the new box set, a hundred and seventy-five pounds. Now, granted, there is a massive amount of scenery. There's a massive amount of plastic in it, um, and there's two gangs in it, and they're bigger than the two gangs that you get initially, I think, in um, the previous edition. But the previous edition, seventy-five fucking pound, there's hundred extra pound tacked on top. Plastic has not got that much more expensive in the time between that, in fact the prices dropped because I looked into it I looked into the prices of plastic recently for something I was looking at doing and I might eventually talk about it um, on the podcast, I might do an actual podcast about it um, and the the, um, vagaries and the, the, the problems with doing stuff within Gaming to just like pricing, gaming and all that, this that kind of stuff that I was investigating and <sighs> may eventually do. The price has actually dropped. The kind of plastic that they, they use um, has actually dropped since when they did the um, the previous version of Ectromante. The previous box set. <clears throat> Funny that the price is going down the plastic but the price is going up for games also hmm that that that's a that's an interesting thing. Um but we'll get into that other part at some point. Um but yeah it's not worth hundred and seventy five pounds and I don't as a as a starter box it's not worth going out and paying that much money for a starter box. I would not in a month or Sundays. Um go out and buy that box, it's beautiful, the figures are beautiful, the terrain's beautiful, um there's some nice board, the board's like a folded up board, which, you know, yeah, fair enough, that's fine, Um so it's not like the plastic, um <sighs> road more boards that you can get, Um but, <sighs> it's just too much money for a starter box, It. And on top of that, there's another book that you might, You would have to buy, the Book of Ruin, the, 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 which got the book on The Cults. There's so much stuff um, in that box that you're like, yeah, it'd be cool on its own, but I'm not paying £175 for that. I thought, my initial assessment was, it's going to maybe a bit more expensive than the original box, because of all that plastic, um, you know enough um, but you don't get the the boards that you get in the original ones so I thought it's like a fold up board so um, probably just that'll be take the price down a wee bit because there's less messing about involved with that um, and then I saw the price and I was like I, I was totally like I'll get that um, it's got all the, those figures which are pretty cool. The, the cultists will do for, um, well, cultists. And I can use the um, planties and plantain enforcers for some somewhere. Um, I used them as stormtroopers for my Imperial Guard I army mean, to be honest, uh, was the thought. And then I saw the price and was like, pff, no. I won't even ask anyone else to pay it. The cheapest I've seen it is a hundred and thirty pound, I think. Um, but it's hundred thirty pound for trying out. loud, I mean, I bought it paying over a hundred pound for a box it for the the new Black Legion and the infiltrators for the Primaris. I was like, no, no chance, no how, no way, not in your life. Am I buying that? Um, so. We we got to that point. We've got to that point. <laughs> it's got to that point with Games Workshop, where I'm like, Do you know what? No, no. I will not buy directly from Games Workshop. I've stopped buying directly from Games Workshop. Full stop. Capital letters. Um, if I want to buy anything from Games Workshop, I'm going to somewhere where they give me twenty percent off at least. Um because that's a fucking joke the amount of money that you have to pay to, to buy stuff and if a shop can afford to take 20% off um, the price then workshop are taking the fucking Mickey Mouse I've been saying for years they're taking the Mickey Mouse with prices but you know, right now it's just ridiculous um, and I understand the whole they're different from all these other companies because they've got shops of their own and all the rest of that kind of stuff it's like, yeah and Malifaux, price point, higher higher price points yes, that's true but a lot of these places have to make that kind of money because they've got this investment that they've made in this um, that's why their prices are so high same as Games Workshop. um there's arguments for and everything for and against everything but I really have just got to that point where I'm like fuck that I'm not paying that amount of money um, that's why I got the conquest box or the conquest box I keep on saying Connor box it. the conquest um got subscription so I got all that terrain so I got the death guard so I got the, the um, space marines Um, that I could use to sell and basically pay for conquest for my army Um, so I'm saving twice uh, because if you add it all together you're probably spending about half the amount of money that um, both of those armies together cost as a whole and a train so you're paying about half and if you can get the same amount of money as you paid for the the army that I'm doing. That's great. i basically paid for its fucking self. Um. So. Um. Yeah. Just not. It's just ridiculous, man. I mean. Look at Mantic. Uh, you can buy an entire. I'll, I'll actually go and look at this Mantic website. Uh, Kings of War. Oop! No, I'm looking for dwarfs. 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 You get an entire dwarf army for. Oh, Let's make army. £100. £100 gets you 60 iron 20 tube breakers, 30 iron watchword rifle and crossbows, 5 hard plastic metal sharpshooters, three, 3 guns, warsmith, all the bases. Um, that's £100. That would not get you the same. um. Yeah. Let's see Games Workshop. Um right, don't, there's there's no comparable thing um from Games Workshop obviously. Uh, but let's let's look at the start collecting boxes for the fire slayers. You get um one, two 12 figures and one big figure on a big magma droth big massive thing um, for 60 quid you put together the same amount of plastic with the dwarfs from Mantic probably all the um, guns Probably the same amount of plastic, um, so it takes that away. But then you take like twelve figures, and that's eight. That's sixty pound. So for a hundred quid, you get over a hundred figures from Mantic, um, opposed to um, what do you get from Games Now I know again pricing different, because Mantix sells two shops, they don't sell from a shop, or a bunch of shops themselves, they have more overheads, etc, 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 but come on, man. There's not that massive a difference um, between them. I mean, you're talking what... Over a hundred triggers, and that one box set. There's not that massive a difference. I mean, quality difference. I think Mantic are getting much better. Um, I quite like them, actually. So, the yeah. prices for the Games Workshop stuff is ridiculous, man. Um, I just... Same plastic. A lot of the people that work for Mantic work for Games Workshop. So, sculptors and all the rest, that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure are a very... are former um, GW, so... Quality difference isn't that massive. Um, but, yeah. Do, 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 I'm just... Not... A big fan, and it's just the pricing is getting beyond the joke for me. I think I think I should stop ranting, um, <laughs> pricing and games up kind of stuff right now, um, just because I know it gets tedious at times, um. I probably blew off in one for the Swordsfall thing because of of the the way that I'm thinking and I missed nuances and all the rest of that kind of stuff that came from it but piling on and piling on is bullshit Um I um, I am going to actually talk about card games this week Um, I played um, Keyforge for the first time uh, since I bought the set of rules the the two play box set um, I played with both card decks from that uh, box set Uh, (laughs) it was I played five games and got beat five games from two people who play quite a lot of Keyforge from what I understand um, so they have their own decks that they like playing with, and they know, um, and obviously I didn't know my decks, didn't know what they did, didn't know how to, but it was a good learning experience. Um, I actually enjoyed playing it, um, because I didn't worry about the fact that, oh, they might they have they, these cards or these cards, it's it like playing Magic the Gathering back in the day, like, oh, I had decks that were built from some starter box sets, um, and they were all very similar, um, there was a couple of different things, and that one, and that one, and you know, I never went out and bought massive amount of like cards. They were the only cards I had. I literally had only um, one of the two deck starter boxes and one of the eight deck starter boxes from back in the I don't know nineties, um, early aughts um, So, but you know, that's all I had. Uh, to play with and playing against other people who obviously had spent time bought bought, individual cards to put into the decks and done deck building and all that kind of stuff that was like nope which is why I like Keyforge your deck is your deck Yeah, I mean you can buy loads of decks but the one that you have is it anyone can tell what it is what's in it um, from just there's an app that you look at and you look at it and go well oh, all those cards are there and then so nobody can cheat it either because every card has the Archon on the back, the name of the Archon on the back so that, that was the thing man when I, I was talking to somebody and they were saying oh, people will be breaking up decks to sell individual cards it's like well that's a waste of fucking time because they will not be able to use it So why break up a deck? That makes no sense. Um, Just buy the deck. Um, Yeah, Uh, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's been a long time since I've enjoyed a card game. Um, Like a card, a build, a card game like that. Where you go up against one opponent and you're, it's not like a deck building game. Deck building games like, um what's it called? Marvel, is it Marvel Champions? Or, or DC? Um, the ones that they did now, um, Fantasy Flight are doing a version. It was interesting, you know, that, their interest and their, like, you just, um, I like those kinds of games, but this one, like, this, like, the Magic the Gathering style games I'm not a fan of. Um, and while this is done by the guy that did Magic the Gathering, um, I quite enjoyed it. Even though I beat handedly five times. Out of five games, I bought three keys. And that was using the second deck. You Every, every time I, can, I managed to... Enough amber to um, build the key, it was with that deck, Um, and that was very creature heavy. Um, It was Mars, um, Untamed, and Brass something I can't remember the name of that Um, faction, but it was very, very creature heavy and very, very you know, get stuck in, kind of. I had a big wall of creatures at one point. Um, Like, a wall. There must have been about ten creatures on on my side. Um, And then I had to pull them all back up into my hand. Like, oh. Oops. Um, Yeah. So, that is... If... You enjoy card games; you will enjoy KeyForge. Thoroughly recommend you go out and buy it. And uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I'm going to talk about what it's been like uh, to write the RPG and um, a podcast at some point in the near future. I just need to get my thoughts together for it because it's one I want to actually, you know, prep for. This one. You know, a lot of the the podcasts are very much um, organic. They just come. I just talk about things. Um, you know, I look at the websites and talk about this and that. Um, but most of the time, it's a very organic thing uh, that I write, that I, I talk about. Um, but with the what it's been like to to Ham and Sharon. Um, that one I really want to have some thought out thoughts, some processes that we've been been going through um, how we got from A to B um, all this, that kind of stuff Um, how on like a week or two ago uh, we entirely changed the combat system I mean entirely changed it it was, that's why a lot of stuff, not a lot of stuff but there's quite a bit of stuff that doesn't really work um, from the talents um, why we know and why I knew when I first put it out that the magic system wasn't right completely there's parts of it that I like, there's parts that I don't like but it was trying to blend two ideas for a magic system that I had together. Um that was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I, have, I have an entirely different thought now. Oh, do, does that work together? And I don't think the way that they are work together. Um, but I'll talk about that at another point. The fact that I need an editor, um, because I, you know, there's there's stuff that's missing that should be there. Or it's put much later. Um, the explanation for abbreviations is later. Some abbreviations <laughs> is later than there are. Some that the first version of that abbreviation has been put in. Um, so that stuff that needs to get fixed. Um, and the weapons, I think, and armor. Um, there are parts that are kind of not really as much information as there could be. Like, describing the weapons is something that's important. It's very basic what's there. Um, As I said, it'll be getting added to on the 23rd. Um, More will be getting added to the adventure line on the 23rd. Um, Once I can edit it, once I've got time to edit it, um, a puzzle-based adventure will be going up. Um, puzzles and riddles. Um so once that's done that'll go up. Um I need to remember to be ahead of time uh, with drive through RPG because they have issues with <coughs> that particular thing um and having a proper uh, score Cover as well. Is the issues that to have, to itch don't have, excuse me, um, are numerous. And I'll, I would, to be honestly honest, uh, prefer going with itch with the playtest because it means I can just update and update and update, and nobody's going to just go, oh, oh, I need to review this, I need to review that. It's like just fucking let me put it up Um but yeah there will be a long in depth episode um where I talk about the processes and everything and how this affects that and how that affects that and all the rest of that kind of stuff uh, but I was meant to be doing it today and uh, obviously what happened happened and I changed my mind on things, Um right, so, we'll get into the usual bits, what's going on, um with Game & and all the new stuff coming out, um so, uh yeah, well, this Saturday, um coming pre-orders. So, Sisters of Battle. <laughs> New Sisters of Battle that have been talking about for fucking ever. And will hopefully make people shut up about it. Um, so, the box set that's coming out um, contains Codex Adeptus Surtitis Soft- Sisters Battle um, and 25 miniatures. Um, so that's coming out on well that's pre-order for Saturday there's a new um, Thousand Sun Sorcerer because he's got the Thousand Sun style backpack and all the iconography and um, this is obviously for Psychic Awakening um there's two more. There's a Vanguard and a Chaos Space Marine. Um, start a collecting books on the way out. Um, they'll probably be about 60 quid. Um, so that's the two halves of the 40k Shadow Spear. I might get the Infiltrators, but I'm not sure at the moment. Um, then Psychic Awakening, and and Faith and Fury. And second campaign book uh, the campaign book um kicks off with sweeping narrative recounting the tapestry of heroism and villainy if you open the world to play this system so this includes an expansion for black templar um, rules and then some heretic Astartes rules um, so, then there'll be player cards for the data cards. So, High Marshal um and the Chaplain Grimaldus, and various other ones will be in that. Uh, Warhammer Underworld's Beast Grave, new Warband is on its way out. Um, rip a snarl fangs, snarl fangs, Um it is a, we've got, <laughs> a, a goblin wolf rider, em, uh, band, so it's the goblin wolf riders, and the style that we've come to know and love from them, uh, so Warhammer Underworld's Beastgrave Champions of Red new Twinue Warband 1 um, Lady Harrow's Flight. so it's a couple of ghost things can't remember the names and Iron Souls Condemner, so a couple of Stormcast Eternals um, Black Rival Library has Book 3 Siege of Terror first of all and the paperback of the Solar War. Um, so there's a new Sisters of Battle novel called Mark of Faith. Um, and uh, the BD release in Hammer and Anvil, a Classic 1. Uh, so also, paperback omnibus of Tan and the Tales, The Great River, and the Leviathan Omnibus. So, out of all of that, ...that's pre-ordered this week... Um, ...I'd probably only be getting the Vanguard... ...if I got anything... ...and it's £60, £65 I think... ...to so start collecting boxes now... ...so... um, ...so stuff that's pre-ordered now... ...because I never talked about it... ...obviously... ...all the stuff from... ...Dark Uprising... ...the um, unique Wonder books... ...that I talked about earlier... It's £175. If you want to go buy it, go buy it. It's up to you. Um, there's a floor tile set. And there's the Book of Ruin that's coming out. that has got all the stuff about all the cults. Um, 18 new scenarios. Had guns. Uh, new had guns. So it's got the Cops cult the cults, Genestar cults, and Hell Chaos cults. So the Genestar cults and Hell Chaos cults that were in. Um, one of the books. Was it one of the books? Or was it one of the, I think it was, maybe Games Workshop. Uh, games Workshop, it's all Games Workshop. Uh, one of the White Dwarfs. um I can't remember off the top of my head. New bases, new transfers, new dice. All from for Necromunda on pre-order. New um, six profile cards for Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Um, for the Dwarven and evil Armies <laughs> includes cultural army bonuses and even blank cards to create your own heroes including the profiles for all the armies um, they released um, Young Thor and Baelin and Dwallin part of the Erebor Army um, the Holes of Thrandro they released Legolas and Toriel and the captains uh, and King Fandwell Oh that's three open captain die three open captains um, then the evil player getting Narzog the captain fimbo and a lieutenant um, yep that's that's it um, that is pre order at the moment and what oh, is on the way to pre order on Saturday. Um So uh racket and um Racket Moon. Rack Why have I got Rack and run in my head? Um Dark Uprising is available for pre order now, um, and um the other stuff is pre order this week this Saturday coming, um, so that's everything. Keepers workshop for the last couple of weeks. Mm, I'm really sorry I'm quite tired, and um, just catching up with here. Uh, do, do, do. I think that's it that for me for right now. Oh, actually, nope. Hold on, just remembering. Um, on. Twitter. There if you go on my Twitter at Son of Bow um he has had the Static A Legion stolen it out of his car. Um so there is a whole lot of stuff that, um there's pictures up on his website or not on his website on his page of the figures, so I'm not sure where Nick lives. Um, I think it's here in the UK somewhere, um, but if you ask him, I'm sure he'll let you know. And um, so you can see if there's anything online. Um, so it's a Blood Angels army. It's the Horus Heresy. Um, I think the only stuff he didn't get stolen was some um, dreadnoughts and some other stuff that he'd already taken out um, but look out for it if you do see it um, let him know because it would suck I, I I would hate for that to have happened to me and um, I hope whoever um has found it uh, I mean whoever found it's probably not a gamer. Um and it's probably s th oh box stole smashed the car door or car window stole it out of it and thought oh, I'll sell it I mean, whatever it is, laptop or and then they'll probably have opened it up and not known what the hell it was. Um but yeah if you see it online let them know. That is me for today. Um I will be back next week with the usual um nonsense. Um, next couple of weeks I am doing some interviews. Um, I'm doing one on Wednesday um, with somebody. Uh, did you say somebody. Uh, it is James McCoy. Phil Scott, um, but thank you. I, I know very well his accent is less thick than mine, so you may understand. But you see, just going to be for an hour. We're going to sit down and talk about um, the set of rules that he's written um, and the module that he's doing for 5e um, based on a fictitious, well a fantasy Scotland um, so we'll sit down and talk about that uh, and that will maybe be next week I don't know if I've got I'll have enough time to edit it um, between Wednesday and Monday uh, obviously because I have on the weekend um, and stuff goes on on a Sunday so I've really only got Thursday and Friday and I've got stuff planned on Thursday um, and Friday um, so I might not get the time to edit. Um, and Saturday all day Fiona's off so I will be spending that time with her and um, before I go to work. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think that's that. As always, and um, I hope you have a good day and a happy hobby.